Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Take your seats, please, and welcome into God's presence. Wow. Thank God for all that he's doing and all that he has done and what he is about to do. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's also the season of giving. So as you are shopping around, as you are doing your end of year shopping, let's remember others. Amen. Next year is a packed mission schedule. So let's pray as you plan your end of year giving as well. Let's remember others. So many nations that we'll go to next year. I want to talk more about that. So uh, as even as we're in this season of giving, remember others. And thank you for being a blessing to others in this community as well during this Thanksgiving season, uh, feeding others. And then thank you for all that you've done this year. Together, we'll do more next year. If you believe that, say amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right. Let's get into our Bible lesson this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The other one was just the appetizer. Let's get into the main meal. Now, we are talking about the power of praise. And I pray in the name of Jesus that may God open your eyes this morning. You see, the word praise, halal, come from, comes from, you see that all throughout the psalm, especially Psalm 148 to 150. It means to celebrate extravagantly. And the root word of the word hallelujah means praise, halal, to jar God. You express joy, jubilation, and celebration. And we talked about last week how God wanted the children of Israel to keep remembering. If you miss that, you can go back and catch up. But this is a very, very, very powerful force in the Bible. And today I pray in the name of Jesus that God will open your eyes to see the power of this. And I pray that it will become part of your lifestyle in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, let's look at some scriptures along those lines. Let's look at this instance in the Bible from the life of Jehoshaphat. Let's go to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. We'll look at several examples this morning. And by the time we are done, pray, I pray that praise will be part of your lifestyle. Now, 2 Chronicles 20 verse 1. He says, it happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them Besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea from Syria. And they are in Hazan's Tamar, which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So here this king is going about his normal life and all of a sudden three kings come against him. And he says when, th th when the kings came against him, he knew what to do. The Bible says, let's, let's, let's keep reading. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As, he, as the people came against him, then, verse 5, he said, Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah in Jerusalem in the house of the court of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? 
So this is a form of praise. And do you not rule over the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? He begins by not focusing on the problem. He focuses on God. His attributes, who he is. Verse 7, I'm not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend, forever. And they dwell in it and have built you a sanctuary in it for your name, saying, If disaster comes upon us, sore, judgment, pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this temple and in your presence, for your name is in this temple, and cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. And now here are the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and did not destroy them. Here they re are rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? You're healthy, walking around, everything's going well. You go to the doctor and you get a negative doctor's report. Your day is going well, so something happens, and it seems like you are being cast out of what belongs to you. And sometimes when that happens, uh, it's easy to throw in the towel. Or sometimes I can, you just hope that you sit, I mean, put your head in the sun and hope that the issue goes away. <laughs> They've come to throw us out of our possession. But he didn't sit around. He put up a fight in, his, in, in the spirit. And we'll see what, we, what, what he did. Verse 12. Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us. Nor do we know what to do. Have you ever been in a place where you don't know what to do? Or oh, welcome to the club. <laughs> We don't know what to do. Praise is what to do when you don't know what to do. I'll repeat it again. Praise is what to do when you don't know what to do. And when we praise God, the first point really is when we praise God, God takes over our battles. We don't know what to do. But our eyes are upon you. As the year wraps up, maybe you don't know what to do. So you head into another year. There's a situation at hand, and you don't know what to do. It seems it came from left field. Oh, but you can put and fix your eyes on Jesus. You can fix your eyes on the Lord. We don't know what to do. But our eyes are upon you. Notice what happened. Then the Spirit of God came upon somebody. He prophesied and said to them, 
Look, listen, all of you, Judah, verse 5, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and keep King Joseph, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid or dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. Tomorrow go against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Zid, and you find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeroboam. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go against them, for the Lord is with you. And he bowed his word, head, worshiping the Lord. Verse 20. But notice what, what they did. Verse 19. Then the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and of the children of Korahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with loud voices. Voices loud and high. We don't know what to do. But they need to praise. Amen. When you don't know what to do, praise the Lord. Verse 20, so they arose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jephthah stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophet, and you shall prosper. That's a whole message on its own. Sermon on its own. Believe God. If you don't believe God and his prophets, his messengers, then you wouldn't prosper. The message that he gave, if they don't believe it, then they wouldn't prosper. But if they believe God and the message, then they will prosper. Oh, but notice what he did. Verse 21. When he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Now, when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Moab and Mount Seir who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When they had consulted, they sung, they praised. They began to celebrate God. How do you celebrate God? When three kings have come against you and you don't know what to do and you have no might or power against them. What do you do on the day when it seems dark? Praise is what to do. And after they, after they I mean, they didn't even need to fight. God took over the, the battle. When you praise, God takes over your battle. A chosen generation, a royal people, priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people. That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So he's called you out of the world. He's called you out of darkness into his marvelous light so that you may praise him. It is part of the reason why you are in the air. Why you are saved. You are special to him. And he looks forward to your praise. Remember when you used to be in darkness. 
And darkness overwhelmed your life. Darkness represents everything that Satan and his world stands for. So praise. We want, because once you discover, you discover that, you begin to do that often. He says he's translated you, moved you from darkness into his marvelous light. That alone is enough. My God, I give you the praise and the glory. That's why the, he was telling those children, the children of Israel, to keep remembering, look, do you remember when you are, were in bondage to Pharaoh? Do you, as a child of God, remember when you were in bondage to the enemy of your soul? And he used to just kick you left and right. <laughs> but one day, the message of the gospel came to you, and you accepted, and you ran from darkness to light. Father, I give you the praise and the glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So between Isaiah 43, verse 21, mark these verses. Don't let them get away from you. And 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it shows us that we were created to praise. The people that are formed, they will declare my praises. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Let's look, let's look at an example. Because when you praise, God steps in. You can pray. Sometimes, for instance, in, you can pray a mess, but you cannot praise a mess. You see, like for instance, James chapter 4, verse 1 talks about the fact that when you pray, uh, you do not receive because, James 4 verse 3, because you ask a mess that you may spend it on your pleasures. But when you praise, <laughs> you cannot praise a mess. Let's look at another example. Acts chapter 16. I'm taking my time because this is very important. Acts chapter 16. I'll give you the background. Paul and Silas were directed by the Spirit of God to go to this area to preach the Word of God. When they went, as they were preaching, a certain girl kept following them around and testifying. She was filled with the spirit of divination and kept saying, that these are the true people of God. Listen to them. And Paul waited a number of days and cast the spirit out of the, of the girl. Uh, this is, this is side, side journey. I mean, if the person, what the person was saying was true, why did he cast out the spirit? Well, who wants the devil testifying for them? <laughs> no, 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 no. So the people got angry because they used the girl to make money. And their source of income was gone. So they stayed up the place. They arrested Paul and Silas. And they went into prison. And it was a very dark day. So with that background, notice verse, Acts 16, verse 25. It says, And at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns or praises to God. At midnight. That midnight hour can be midnight literally on the clock. Or it can be the darkest day of your life. Like Jehoshaphat. He's just there one day, three people, three kings come against him. It's a very dark day. Sometimes it concerns some aspect of your life, your family. At midnight, very dark. 
you see, at that point, they, they have a choice. They have a decision. They can decide to start complaining and murmuring. That's what we normally do. Lord, look, I've been serving you. I've been trying to do the right thing. He said, you should go to this place to preach the gospel. Here we've preached. We are trying to do your will. And then these people have come against us. We haven't done anything wrong. Have they done anything wrong? No. no. All they are trying to do is to tell people about Jesus. What he came to do for them. And here they are in an effort to do the right thing. Like Jehoshaphat is saying, they've come to cast out of our inheritance. Thrown into prison. Beaten. Their backs bleeding. They are feeding stocks. You see that in verse 23. It says, And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in stocks. And if you know those Roman, that those kind of prisons, you are not getting out today or tomorrow. <laughs> they have a choice to complain, remember? Sometimes you hear people say, oh, I used to be okay when I used to be in the world. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. And when I came to God, look at what's happening to me. No, 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 no. It's, it's equivalent to the children of Israel saying that when we were in Egypt, we were doing okay. We were eating cucumber, garlic, all this kind of stuff. And now here we are in the wilderness. Look at this man. That's all we are eating every day. We are doing better in Egypt. I heard that before. I was doing better in the world. No, 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 you aren't. <laughs> no, 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 no. You are in bondage. You are in captivity. You come out, go out all night, carousing. You come out, I mean, you there's no way you were, you, were, you, were, you were doing okay. But here they didn't complain at midnight. What do you do when you don't know what to do? That midnight hour. <laughs> Notice. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, they were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. That means that they weren't quiet about it. The prisoners heard them. Loud. But notice also, they prayed. Follow this closely. They prayed, but the answer hadn't come yet. It's when they added praises. Verse 20, suddenly there was a great earthquake. Not a natural one. So that the foundations of the prison were shaking, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loosed. Great earthquake. God inhabits the praises of his people. How do we know God inhabited the praises of Paul and Silas? Notice what the Bible says in Psalm 99 verse 1. The Lord reigns. Let the people tremble. He dwells between the cherubim. Let the earth be moved. That's what happened in that jail. He shook that place. Get my people out of here. Like he kept telling Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. (laughs) 
I see God intervening on behalf of somebody in Jesus' name. They prayed. Sometimes you pray, nothing has happened. And there's a missing ingredient. There's something that is add praise to it. Joseph had prayed. He fasted. Then he praised. The answer came while they were praising. Not while they were complaining. God shook that prison. So the Bible says in, that the foundation was sick and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. Everyone. <laughs> were loosed. Sometimes it feels like you are in captivity. Some form of captivity. Some kind of bondage. As you begin to pray, I see you going free in Jesus' name. It seems like there is no way out. But as you pray and praise, add another ingredient to it. Things will turn around in your favor in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. One day, a certain woman, she, the doctors had told her that there's nothing we can do for you. And she had prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, and prayed, and prayed no answer. So, praise. We want, because once you discover, you discover that, you begin to do that often. He says he's translated you, moved you from darkness into his marvelous light. That alone is enough. My God, I give you the praise and the glory. That's why the, he was telling those children, the children of Israel, to keep remembering. Look, do you remember when you are, were in bondage to Pharaoh? Do you, as a child of God, remember when you were in bondage to the enemy of your soul? And he used to just kick you left and right. <laughs> but one day, the message of the gospel came to you, and you accepted, and you ran from darkness to light. Father, I give you the praise and the glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, between Isaiah 43, verse 21, mark these verses, don't let them get away from you. And 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it shows us that we were created to praise. The people that are formed, they will declare my praises. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Let's look, let's look at an example. Because when you praise, God steps in. You can pray. Sometimes, for instance, in, you can pray a mess, but you cannot praise a mess. You see, like for instance, James chapter 4, verse 1 talks about the fact that when you pray, uh, you do not receive because, James 4 verse 3, because you ask a mess that you may spend it on your pleasure. But when you praise, <laughs> you cannot praise a mess. Let's look at another example. Acts chapter 16. 
I'm taking my time because this is very important. Acts chapter 16. I'll give you the background. Paul and Silas were directed by the Spirit of God to go to this area to preach the Word of God. When they went, as they were preaching, a certain girl kept following them around and testifying. She was filled with the spirit of divination and kept saying, Look, these are the true people of God. Listen to them. And Paul waited a number of days and cast the spirit out of the, of the girl. Uh, this is, this is Sygenia. I mean, the person, what the person was saying was true. Why did he cast out the spirit? Well, who wants the devil testifying for them? <laughs> no, 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 no. So the people got angry because they used the girl to make money. And their source of income was gone. So they set up the place. They arrested Paul and Silas. And they went into prison. And it was a very dark day. So with that background, notice verse, Acts 16, verse 25. It says, And at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns or praises to God. At midnight. That midnight hour can be midnight literally on the clock. Or it can be the darkest day of your life. Like Jehoshaphat. He's just there one day, three people, three kings come against him. It's a very dark day. Sometimes it concerns some aspect of your life, your family. At midnight, very dark. <coughs> you see, at that point, they, they have a choice. They have a decision. They can decide to start complaining and memory. That's what we normally do. Lord, look, I've been serving you. I've been trying to do the right thing. You said you should go to this place to preach the gospel. Here we've preached. We are trying to do your will. And then these people have come against us. We haven't done anything wrong. Have they done anything wrong? No. no. All they are trying to do is to tell people about Jesus. What he came to do for them. And here they are in an effort to do the right thing. Like Joseph is saying, they've come to cast out of our inheritance. Thrown into prison. Beaten. Their backs bleeding. They are feeding stocks. You see that in verse 23. It says, And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in stocks. And if you know those Roman, uh, those kind of prisons, you are not getting out today or tomorrow. <laughs> they have a choice to complain, remember? Sometimes you hear people say, oh, I used to be okay when I used to be in the world. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. And when I came to God, look at what's happening to me. No, 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 no. It, it's equivalent to the children of Israel saying that when we were in Egypt, we were doing okay. We are eating cucumber, garlic, all this kind of stuff. And now here we are in the wilderness. Look at this manna. That's all we are eating every day. We are doing better in Egypt. Had that before? I was doing better in the world. No, 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 no. You aren't. <laughs> no, 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 no. You are in bondage. You are in captivity. You come out, go out all night, carousing. You come out. I mean, you just know you were, you were, you were, you were doing okay. But here they didn't complain at midnight. What do you do when you don't know what to do? That midnight hour. <laughs> Notice. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, they were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. That means that they weren't quiet about it. The prisoners heard them. Loud. But notice also, they prayed. Follow this closely. They prayed, but the answer hadn't come yet. It's when they added praises. Verse 20, suddenly there was a great earthquake. Not a natural one. So that the foundations of the prison were shaking, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loosed. Great earthquake. God inhabits the praises of his people. How do we know God inhabited the praises of Paul and Silas? Notice what the Bible says in Psalm 99 verse 1. The Lord reigns. Let the people tremble. He dwells between the cherubim. Let the earth be moved. That's what happened in that jail. He shook that place. Get my people out of here. Like he kept telling Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. <laughs> I see God intervening on behalf of somebody in Jesus' name. They prayed. Sometimes you pray, nothing has happened. And there's a missing ingredient. There's something that is add praise to it. Joseph had prayed. He fasted. Then he praised. The answer came while they were praising. Not while they were complaining. God shook that prison. So the Bible says that the foundation was sick and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. Everyone. Were loosed. Sometimes it feels like you are in captivity, some form of captivity, some kind of bondage. As you begin to pray, I see you going free in Jesus' name. It seems like there is no way out. But as you pray and praise, add another ingredient to it. Things will turn around in your favor in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. One day a certain woman, she, the doctors had told her that there's nothing we can do for you. And she had prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, no answer. And one day she was flying down and she, saw, she had this visitation and she saw this vision and she saw one cup it was full that was prayer and the other cup was praise that was pretty much nothing and God said when your praise catches up with your prayer you will be healed she got busy <laughs> she began to praise non-stop for three days or so and at the end of that 
she was completely healed by the power of God. When your praise catches up with your prayer, you'll be made completely whole. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. A certain man, he, was, uh, he didn't have a job, so he had this idea uh, to, to, to go around and sell soft drinks. And as he was going around, he heard him, his son was in church, he had a message like this, that praise, praise is the key to increase. So he began to praise. The next day, while he was going around selling the, this product, he met a certain man. And the man said to him, where, where did you get these products from? He said, oh, I got it from this person, and, and I'm trying to sell it. And this person said, come with me. And he took him. And what he was selling, the person he met was the source of the product. He made him a manager in that same company. <laughs> That's biblical. <laughs> That's scriptural. When your praise catches up with your prayer, you will be made completely whole. Lord, you are the king. You are the most high God. There is none like you. There is none that can be compared with you. You tell him who he is. And as you do, in the name of Jesus, I see God intervening on your behalf. God shook that place. And as he did, the people went free. What is it that keeps you in bondage, keeps you in captivity? Let the people praise you, O God. Let the people praise you, O God. Then the earth will yield her increase, is what the Bible says in Psalm 67. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 67 verse 5. Psalm 67 verse 5. Thank you, Lord. He says, let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Then the earth, not before, <laughs> shall yield her increase. God, our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us. And all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Fearful blessings come from praise. Let the people praise him. Then the earth will yield her increase. Our own God. I like that. It's personal. My own God, your own God, will release the blessing upon your life. Fearful blessing. And all the ends of the earth shall fear him. You want to enter into fearful blessings? Enter into praise. Because he does wonders in praise. Exodus 15, 11. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness? Fearful in praises, doing wonders. 
<laughs> oh, my Lord and my God. Then the earth will yield her increase. Who is like you, O Lord? Lord, I can say throughout the whole universe, I will not find any like you. I praise you for who you are. Oh, my Lord. And you remember some of these verses. You care about the birds of the air, the lilies of the field. You take care of them. Lord, I praise you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. I said earlier that sometimes children understand that. One day, Herod threw a feast, and he was celebrating, and he got so excited, and he said, look, I want to make a request to the daughter. The daughter danced and pleased the king. So, let's read from Mark 6, 21. Give you all these examples. <laughs> then an opportune day came when Herod on his birthday gave a feast for his noble, the high officers, and the chief men of Galilee. And Herodias' daughters herself came in and danced and pleased Herod. Notice, danced and pleased Herod. And those who sat with him, the king said to the girl, Ask me whatever you want, and I will give it to you. She danced and pleased. This is just a natural king. Danced and pleased. Danced and pleased. I will give to you up to half of my kingdom. She asked for the wrong thing, which was John the, John the Baptist's head. But the point here is that when the king was pleased, due to the daughter dancing, she gave her an open check. When we please, sometimes I do that. I will dance. <laughs> and as I'm dancing, the answer is on the way. <laughs> she danced and pleased the king. And said, ask what I will give you. I pray in the name of Jesus, the greatest desire on your heart. That which you desire God to do for you. I pray in the name of Jesus. As you praise him. May the answer come through in Jesus name. May the answer come through in Jesus name. Psalm 149 verse 3. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises Unto him with a timbrel and harp. Psalm 149 verse 3. Let them praise his name in the dance. She done, she pleased. King said, what do you want? Thank you, Lord Jesus. The power of praise lies in the fact that when he prays, we praise him, he draws near to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Fearful in praises, doing wonders. Oh, God is good. His word is good, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. In Acts, it's got another example. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Acts chapter 4. 
Again, similar situation. They have been preaching God's word. He arrested them. Verse 23, it says, And being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. That, that verse strikes a note in my spirit. They went to their own company. Everybody needs their own company. So I thank God for the church. Hallelujah. I said thank God for the church. You need your own company. Yes. Cannot stand alone. Very difficult. Ecclesiastes says, how can one person stand alone? Two are better than one. They went to their own company. Everybody needs their own company. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So in times of trial, test, you have people to stand with you. Verse 24, and when they lifted their voice, when they heard that, lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, See, they didn't start with the problem. All these instances. Lord, you are God. You have made heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. They start, you start by praising the Lord. Telling him who he is. Celebrating him. Expressing joy, jubilation. Celebrating who God is. Because, again, it's a similar situation here. Like the, the Paul and Silas. They, look, we, all we are doing is trying to help people. And here we are in trouble. They raised their voices, began to praise. And a similar thing happened. Oh, glory be to the name of the Lord. When they had prayed and they had finished praising, the place where they were assembled shook. People get excited sometimes when people fall under the power of God. You will get excited when the building starts rattling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the building is shaking. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God entered that prison, prison place. And he didn't need a key. Oh, no, 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 no problem. <laughs> He didn't need a key. Because he's the one with the key. When he opens the door, no one can shut. And when he shut the door, no one can open. Revelation chapter 3, verse 7. You are moving forward in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There is a kind of praise when you pray. God takes over. You see that in Psalm 66. Mark all these verses. If you, when you leave church this morning, somebody will ask you, what did the pastor say? You have a lot to tell them. Amen. <laughs> what did you learn in church today? Psalm 66, verse 1 to 3. Make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Sing out the honor of his name. Make his praises glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your works. Through the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. So notice the correlation between the glorious praise and, the, uh, and your enemies submitting themselves to you. <laughs> Verse 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Lord Jesus. That's a form of praise. God is so good. Through the greatness of his power, as you praise, your enemies will submit themselves to you. My God, sing out the honor of his name, make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your works? Just, when you just walk out today, look at the blue sky. Beautiful. Yeah. How awesome are your works? The moon is going to come out tonight. The stars. And they all maintain their position. And here you are, sometimes, just a little issue. And... Uh, Just look, just, just look at it. How wonderful are your works? Glory, 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 glory be to the name of the Lord. The earthquakes. Things move on your behalf. God moves on your behalf. That's how we know that all these instances... Psalm 18 verse 6 says, In my distress I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his temple and my cry came before him even to his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of the hills also quaked and were shaken. But you notice in verse 3, he says, I'll call upon the Lord. He's ready to pray. So shall my, I be saved. So shall I be saved for my enemies. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, that which holds you captive, that which holds you bound, you are going free as you praise him in Jesus' name. Through the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, the other side, you see, see um, for instance, I'll give, we'll give you another instance. When, when Saul was tormented by an evil spirit, music is very powerful, so you have to be cautious what you listen to. When he was distressed by an evil spirit, the people said, let's find somebody to play. And as he was playing, the evil spirit left. Anointed music make, makes the difference. So Psalm 16 verse 23 says, So it was whenever the spirit from God was upon Saul that David would take a harp and play it with his hand. Then Saul would become refreshed and well and the distressing spirit will depart from him. So music, anointed music. They leave. Same way evil music <laughs> attracts them. <Yeah. laughs> so why, why all this worry me? Uh, but you, the, the, the person singing the music, the song, what spirit is it coming out of? 
soul will become refreshed and well and the distressing spirit will depart from him. One day the, one day the prophet needed, needed a little bit of help. And he called for the minstrel. And as he played, the hand of God came upon him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The hand of God came upon him. That's the anointing. The anointing enhances, the music enhances the anointing. Second Kings 3.15, now, but now bring me a minstrel. And it came to pass when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. Anointed music. Don't just listen to whatever you are listening to. It's either coming from the right spirit or the wrong spirit. But the right kind of music, hmm, the presence of God goes into manifestation. And you, you also refresh when you sing the right songs. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because he lives, I confess tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. And now I know Yes, I know he holds the future. And life is worth a living just because he lives. The depression leaves, the fear leaves, the hopelessness leaves. Because we serve Jesus. He's alive. He's not dead. Because he lives, you have a future. Because he lives, your tomorrow will be all right. Because he lives. Oh, this enemy that you are confronted with, in the name of Jesus, as you pray, God takes over. You see why the devil wants to get you depressed? To get you to look at the wrong thing. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I'm so blessed. My God. Deuteronomy 28, verse 47. He says, Because, notice, you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart. For the abundance of abundance of everything, therefore you shall serve your enemies, whom the Lord will turn against you in test, in nakedness, and in need of everything, and put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you. You did not serve God, notice, with joy and gladness of heart. I don't like this other side. I like the side where God is on your side. Look at all this. It's not good. This is the curse. The curse side of it. The Deuteronomy talks about the blessing, 28, and then he talks about the curse. And he's saying that, look, the effect of not serving God with joy and gladness of heart. Test, hunger, nakedness, yoke. It's, it's, no, I don't like that. <laughs> Anybody like that? No, 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 I don't like that. 
I like the blessing. I like what he says. Fearful blessing. The Lord, our own God, will bless us. I can testify to that. <laughs> the devil wants to steal your joy by letting you focus on your circumstance. Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17. Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, Though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no head in the stall. Yet. Somebody say yet. Yes. <laughs> Serious condition. No harvest. Nothing in sight. Oh, but yet I will rejoice in the Lord God. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Oh, I am part of the special people of God. He has called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Oh, thank God for my salvation. Thank God I am in the kingdom of God. Thank God I am a child of the most high God. I will rejoice. I will rejoice. I will rejoice. Verse 19, the Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet. And he will make me walk on my high hill. That is what causes the increase and the harvest. If this farmer, if this person keeps focusing on his lack of harvest, his lack of increase, and he keeps focusing on that and loses his joy, there will be no harvest. But he knows that, so he says, yet I will rejoice. Yet I will rejoice. Yet I will rejoice. Yet I will rejoice. Like Paul and Silas, they are in the prison. Oh, it's midnight. It's the darkest hour. But you are going to hear our praises. We are going to rejoice in our God. I will rejoice. 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 Oh, my Lord and my God. As you do that, Psalm 34, verse 5 is applicable to you. They looked to him and were radiant, and they, their faces were not ashamed. It causes me to walk on my high places, my high hills. I will rejoice. I will rejoice. I will rejoice. Oh, Lord, I bless your name for this year. I rejoice for all that you have done this year. Oh, I bless your name for January. I bless your name for February. I bless your name for all the months of this year. I will rejoice. Let the people praise you. Then the earth will yield her English. Not before. Oh, I see God transforming your life in Jesus' name. I just love Jesus. I just love God. And I thank God he loves me. I think if I was the only person in the earth, he would still come. <laughs> and if there was only one person in the earth to serve him, the Bible says when he comes on the earth, would he find faith? God, you will find me. 
I said you will find me. <laughs> but Lord am I God. Sometimes I feel that he loves me more than anyone in the world. I'm sure you will say the same. Then we'll go back and forth. Oh, but thank God for Jesus. <laughs> I'm a blessed man. Joel chapter 1. Let's wrap up with that. There's so much more along the lines of praise. I like it from the classic in James. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, the vine is dried up, Joel 1, 12, and the fig tree languishes, the pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree. Even all the trees of the field are withered because joy is withered away from the sons of men. Joy goes, praise goes, there's withering. Sometimes people don't understand. I'm so happy. Why, why we are so happy? Oh my Lord, oh my God. <laughs> I bless the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 49 talks about how God executes vengeance. That's the homework for today. Go look it up. Psalm 149, 150. <laughs> how God executes vengeance on our enemies. Oh, somebody said I'm in a hard place. Pastor, you don't know. Uh, you haven't been in some harder places than me. <laughs> but thank God. You haven't been in any harder places like Jehoshaphat, like Paul, like Paul and Silas. Like when the wall of Jericho was shut up. That wall, the Bible says, it fell down flat. <laughs> it's one thing. That wall could potentially carry six chariots. It's one thing for the wall to come down. It's another thing for it to be flat. But a similar situation. How do you go to battle? And the people of Jericho, he said, go around the wall. Don't talk. What, what are these people doing? Is this how to fight? <laughs> oh, every wall before you. My God, my God, my God. I see God moving on your behalf. I pray the love of Jesus, the love of God will overwhelm you. If you've never made Jesus of the Lord of your you don't know what you are missing out. This is the best way to live. Amen. The just shall live by faith. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Thank you, Lord Jesus. No, 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 no. Ah, thank God, thank God, thank God. Let's pray, let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I sense God's presence here with, with you as well. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The power in praise. You can pray amiss. You cannot praise amiss. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk. So sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.